Hey guys, and welcome to The One Up Project. We're simplifying all things finance and lifestyle in a relaxed environment. It's all just a bit of fun, so be sure to keep listening and let the content be a catalyst for your own self-improvement. Hey guys, welcome back to The One Up Project. Today I've got a really cool guy. Here is our guest, Masi, um, who has a range of jobs, and we're going to go into his career and his story soon, but... Um, Tomasi, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us what you're all about and what you're doing at the moment? Of course. Um, so yeah, what's up people? Um, I want to say firstly, thank you to Sarah um, for <laughs> inviting me onto your podcast. You're welcome. Um, we were just talking about it before. Um, I think it's very, very important to have people like you um, sharing value like this. And, you know, as young professionals we should be learning about the things that you're talking about. Mm. Um, so well done so far. You've done a good job. Um, <laughs> and it's a little bit overwhelming for me to actually be on a podcast. So Yeah, we're both pretty like nervous. I don't know why. <laughs> Just like the yeah. nerves that something's going to go wrong. But it's going to be good. So be good. yeah, thank you for that. No worries. So um, yeah, my name's Tomasi. I am 24 years old. Um, so I work for, I guess, my own company. Um, so the company is called Premium Studios. Um, so I started the company uh, when I was 18. Um, so it was a side hustle of mine um, during my first year of uni. Mm. Um, so I studied a Bachelor of Design and majored in branding, um, branding and advertising. Um, and I was also working at a streetwear store at the time as well, um, All Out Customs um, in Henderson. Um, so it's still there. Um, so they printed shirts as well. So that's kind of where I started printing my stuff. Cool. Um, and I guess fast forward now, uh, five years later. Um, so the company has kind of like manifested or kind of worked its own way um, into kind of two categories. Um, so one part being the streetwear side of it, um, which is what it still is now. Um, and then... Um, Obviously, later down the track, I've kind of built more skills um, in terms of design. So I now um, offer, I guess, graphic design, um, things like branding and like social media content creation as a service. Um, so yeah, it's kind of like, okay. yeah, it's kind of two things now. It's right. a clothing brand and then I also, I guess, as a service or like my trade, yeah. um, graphic design. Okay, cool. So the mm. design comes under like the premium studios label. Yeah. So it was originally like premium clothing company and then, yeah. um, it started, yeah, I started designing more often and I gained some clients. Um, so now I've got like a decent kind of client base, yeah. um, to be able to kind of work on this full time now. So awesome. as of a month ago, I left my day job, awesome. um, to be able to kind of pursue this. So it's exciting. Yeah, that's it's exciting. definitely exciting. That's yeah. so cool. How did you feel leaving a full-time job to be self-employed? <sighs> Honestly, it was like, it took me a while to be able to finally be like, okay, I'm going to fully focus on design and, and clothing. Mm. Um, it took me a while, man. Um, you know, obviously we're at an age where we have to support ourselves. So damn, I can't really support myself just while making clothes I'd be mm. pretty broke you know I don't really have much capital or have any capital at all so yeah it took me a while but it felt like it was the right time um, I just moved into this new house kind of at the same time as well which kind of helped expand um, my area of creative space um, so I've now got more space to express ideas and have people come over for things like podcasts yeah for sure um, 
so yeah definitely felt like it was the right time and now i'm in a position yeah i feel good um, i'm excited cool yeah that's awesome so it was working for yourself something that you always wanted to do or like um, towards the end of high school where you did you have an idea of what you were wanting to do or yeah so i think i mean when i left when i graduated uni honestly i kind of struggled to find a job mm. to be fair um, and I never really saw myself kind of working as a designer in like a firm or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, by the time I graduated, I'd already started the brand as well. So there was always okay. that project that I was always like, I just want to do that. Mm. Like, I don't really want to work in, in an agency. It just didn't really sit right. And sure. yeah. as well as that, the money going in wasn't that great. Like mm. as a, as an entry level graphic designer, the money was like, not that great so I was like eh, it's not very something that's of interest cool. I just love clothes and I just literally just wanted to make clothes yeah that's <laughs> sick yeah but um, yeah that was me after high school and after uni um, yeah cool mm. that's so cool did you feel like you always had that drive to just do something for yourself coming through high school and that sort of thing yeah so I mean yeah being a teenager I was like like I just love the hustle. Like I was always yeah. trying to like I was <laughs> always flipping cool. stuff. Like nice. I was selling stuff on Trade Me. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. literally, like I was just kind of that kid who was just finding ways to make um, money somehow. Yeah. Um, because during like my hustle years, I couldn't find a job. Like I was literally trying to find jobs like in retail, like okay. working at like Helen Stein's or like yeah. JJ's or like you know just something very entry level. And I struggled, man. Like yeah. I literally couldn't find a job um, for ages. Um, and the one job I did manage to get was at the streetwear store, which, mm. which looking back now, kind of, it all kind of makes sense and it all kind of aligns. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, the streetwear store was the first job I got and I barely even knew that they kind of offered graphic design as well. Like I was mm. more just there for, I guess the job and working in retail, but they just so happened to, um, have us have the facilities to print shirts and stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where I also learned how to design as well, like yeah. as well as uni. Um, there was also that store, which um, the store's all our customs, if I did not mention that already. But <laughs> yeah, we print shirts and stuff. So that's where I literally learned how to print shirts. Yeah, it's like the perfect entryway for yeah, you to sort of like doing what you didn't even know you wanted to do yet. Exactly, exactly. Oh, so I had literally awesome. everything in front of me um, mm. and it kind of just all played out on its own. Yeah. Mm. All right. That's awesome. Okay, cool. And so going into premium, um, so you obviously love clothes. Is there anything that like inspired you to start that brand or like pushed you to do it? Because I feel like starting your own brand is is not something that just comes with no balls, you know. You've got mm. to have like the courage to actually do it and, and was there anything that inspired you to do that or people or things? Yeah, well, I think, you know, I really think, think back to it and – Starting the clothing company, it was like, I think, you know, 18 years old, I was just literally just finding, trying to find another way to kind of make an income. Mm. Um, you know, having those entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial traits, like growing up, um, you know, ha loving the flip, like enjoying the hustle. Yeah. Um, it was literally just a means of me to try and make money, but um, having a passion for, you know, wearing dope clothes. I was always that kid who would just love wearing dope shit. Yeah. Um, it was like an easy thing to kind of get into. Um, shit, I just lost track. Just <laughs> that's all good. Yeah, that's cool. So you just sort of like clothes and then yeah, so something that seemed right for you. Something that seemed right for me. 
um and i think it was i guess a good way to express kind of who i am as a person as well yeah. in terms of like my style and like kind of what i'm into yeah for um, sure. but yeah that was kind of the starting points of it okay cool so mm. like did you start working at all out customs and then you just like made t-shirts and then it all started from there pretty much so yeah um obviously i had the facilities to make clothes so i was like damn why don't i just kind of try and make something mm. um but at the time it was very like i honestly didn't really think of it as much like i kind of thought of the idea and then I was like, okay, let's let's think of a name. But right. with the name, like, honestly, didn't think too creatively at the time. Like, I literally, like, I didn't really know how to start a brand in terms of branding. Like, I didn't think, like, okay, this name is going to mean, like, this. Yeah, and right. I literally just, like, I love the way premium looked. Um, okay. Kind of, like, visually. Yeah. Because um, I was very kind of attracted to, um, like, typography. Yeah. Um, so, like, fonts and stuff. And... Mm that's kind of carried forward with premium now um it's not very much a graphical brand it's it's there's a lot of like fonts and like typography like in terms of my designs like on the clothing mm. um so typography was something i was very much into um and yeah that's kind of what i used um as an entry point but um yeah i just really like the way premium looked visually in the certain font that i've used mm. um so the premium font is like it was just a very attractive font and it literally just looked nice so like i was on my computer and like i just okay. thought of a name and yeah it looked nice i was like yo premium that looks cool and like in that font um i'm just gonna run with it and, and like with it. yeah and like literally on that same day like that was when i created the instagram page like yeah. that same day as soon as i thought of the name and i didn't like I should have probably planned it out more, but I didn't really <laughs> think it was going to kind of carry forward the way yeah. it did. No, I think that's cool. It kind of shows how genuine it was, you know, it just yeah. started from like your love for like what mm. you do. And then that's just how it all worked out. Yeah. So start off as that. So yeah, created the Instagram and the name, like all at the same time. Um, and then I use like, so during uni, I was the first year of uni, we we're doing like some photography related stuff. Yeah. So like I used to walk to and from uni um, and I would just like take photos for like homework for, for uni and stuff. And then I took the premium logo that I made and I like put it just like on top of one of the photos I took for okay. like, as I was just walking through like high street and in, in town. Yeah. Um, and if you scroll down on my Instagram page, like there's just that one photo and it's like, it just says premium and there's a, like a photo in the back, like of high street. Um, and that's pretty much like how I started it. Like it was just that. And then that's how the Instagram page started um and on instagram you can like when you first create a instagram page you can what i did was i followed all the people who were following my personal page oh, yeah. so like i followed like the premium page just followed all my friends mm. um and that was all kind of like in the space of like a day or two and then it kind of just went off from there like i posted up that photo with the logo on it and then i just started posting like little random photos of like um, graffiti and yeah. like stuff like that and just kind of like more font work and typography and stuff cool. and then people were like catching on to it like my friends and stuff and then it literally kind of just went from there um, that's when I was like okay I'm gonna actually start making shirts now yeah um, but yeah wow. that's that's literally where it started yeah cool so just start off as t-shirts and then how did you sort of go from there into more I guess like advanced clothing or like more things on top of your range of what you already had yeah so i literally was printing shirts at the shop i was working at 
um, and that shop is not the greatest in terms of quality. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, it's very like, you know, you wash it a couple of times and like the print's kind of coming yeah. off, that kind of vibes. It's only like vinyl printing, so it's not screen printing. So it's like, if you know, it's like, if you see vinyl, it's not the greatest. Yeah. Um, and, but it was cheap. Yeah. Um, so I literally started with like, I think it was like $500. Yeah. Um, and I made maybe a run of like, it was like two designs and it was like, maybe literally it was like 12 shirts each, like each design. It was like one black t-shirt and then one black long sleeve mm. and the designs were like quite street related um they were like really logo centric um very font driven as well as i said like i just enjoy typography yeah um and i just liked the way like specific letters or fonts would look on shirts yeah so that was kind of the design style of the first run and like obviously what was like maybe 20 shirts or something like that just kind of all just went to friends yeah um Sick. Because yeah, getting the name out there, and you know, all my friends, we all enjoyed streetwear and stuff. So they were all like, "Yo, like I'll buy that. That looks cool." And like, no one was really doing it um, as well. So I was kind of one of the first, I guess, pioneers yeah. of the group. Um, yeah, you're in there. Yeah, That's I was awesome. in there. <laughs> um, but fast forward now, I guess to compare it now, I've I've managed to um, source a manufacturer um, who does like cut and sew um, stuff. Um, so it's literally more than just buying a blank shirt and, and printing. Sure. It's now actually, um, you know, measuring, you know, sizing in terms of fitment um, mm. and like all that kind of stuff. So there's I'm, a lot that goes into it. It's quite a lot that goes into it. I'm not essentially such a like fashion designer where I, I like, you know, I'm, I've got the sewing machine out and stuff like that. Mm, but mm. I do, you know, I'm, I'm measuring fits and lengths of, of shirts and stuff like that. Um, and then setting it off, I guess, like setting it up on file on computer and then mm. kind of sending it off to the uh, manufacturer and then they'll kind of cut it up and stuff like wow. that so was that hard finding like a manufacturer and that sort of thing or? so manufacturer was quite interesting um literally like if you start a clothing brand there will be just random as like suppliers just i don't know how they find you but it might just be for instagram <laughs> like right. they'll just like email you like daily like really? hi like we do this and that and like <laughs> oh, <laughs> majority of the time awesome. i'll just yeah majority of the time i'll just be like oh i just kind of like with a blind eye I was just like yeah. I don't know like you know you just don't really know yeah. they just looked a bit off or like it just didn't have really they weren't really nicely branded or like mm. it was just like real random kind of like companies or like manufacturers and like their English wasn't very good and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. so you get a lot of those but there was like this one specific manufacturer who he kind of approached me in a different way it wasn't as such like hi I do this he kind of he followed me on Instagram he's like this young guy he's actually from He's from Pakistan, which is where I manufacture my stuff or okay, cool. some of it. Um, but he's like the same kind of age group as us. So he's kind of oh. like an entrepreneur as such as well. Like awesome. he he's on that side of the world doing yeah. that kind of stuff. So he, yeah, he kind of just followed me on Instagram or followed the brand page. And he was just like, yo, that's cool. And like commenting on photos and stuff like, yo, that's cool. Like, um, and then he sent me a DM and he's like, hey, um, like I I'm a manufacturer like I make stuff for like these brands and yeah. he showed me like a few of the brands that he kind of was working with and some of the brands are actually pretty cool and I was like oh shit yeah. that stuff's like pretty high quality and like it looks nice and I was yeah. like okay like he's approached me in a different way it's not just like hey I do this and that um like this is the services we offer but he interacted with me first um so I kind of respected that and I was like okay let's he makes stuff for this brand like that actually looks cool i'm gonna give him a shot yeah and yeah it turns out he was really really good he 
he had really good um, price points and like margins that I could work cool. with and yeah that that's how the manufacturing started and that's how I found him like, yeah, he literally nice. just kind of DM me cool so um, he does a lot of your stuff now yeah he does a lot of it so all the cut and sew stuff that you that you'll see um, like my hoodies mm. um, and stuff kind of go through him um, I do source um, other stuff um, from the US as well yeah um, so I have a few kind of suppliers there that I've just through my own research just found cool um, and then I also do a little bit of stuff here in, in Auckland or in New Zealand um, started off using AS color you know I started off with blanks as you do mm. um, nowadays it's a lot harder like if you're just using AS color like you're not really going to progress you yeah. need to kind of um, have that point of difference and mm. be able to you know cut and sew in your own way for sure um, but I did start with just AS color um, mm. and I did start with very kind of poor printing techniques yeah. <laughs> very cheap um, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was enough you know it was enough yeah. to express the idea and enough to for the boys to be like yo I'm gonna buy this mm. and yeah started with 500 bucks and then you know would have managed to sell all those shirts to the friends and stuff by that time I made a website as well and I put them all online and stuff and I made a few sales online when I like first did my initial like release yeah wasn't many it might, honestly it might have been like three or four maybe sales online but i was like pretty yeah. stoked with that eh? that's like, so, no, that's <laughs> it would have been exciting just to see that people were keen to you know yeah, get amongst it and yeah. actually support you there was a lot of interest in the start like yeah. and especially with people that i didn't really know it was just like kind of like friends of friends and stuff and yeah. they did show interest so i was like okay this is cool um but a lot of people were like yeah i'll buy this but then they kind of turned out and like didn't really buy it mm. so you had a lot of like and i think that probably goes for most brands as well like yeah. you'll get a lot of interest and you'll do it and then people won't kind of um, follow, follow up so it's like yeah. there's that as well but i guess i was lucky to have a lot of friends and family around me as well like Supported a strong you. yeah like yeah. a strong um like power base as such cool. um so do you think that um your family contributed to the entrepreneurial traits that you had as a kid and that you have now mm. so yeah um my dad's work, work ethic was crazy um so you know i remember him going to work so he's a tradie so he's a plasterer um so i remember him waking up you know 5 30 a.m in the mornings kind of thing and i'd hear him and i'd just be like you know how are you doing that every single day waking up at 5 30 and then coming home at like seven eight o'clock like that's some yeah. crazy work ethic that he had um so a lot of my drive came from that um but i never really um he was never really i guess an entrepreneur as such um and same with my mum. um but they did allow me to kind of do anything i wanted mm. um but i think for me the main thing is like just when i was a kid like I just wanted to make money so I could buy cool clothes. Yeah, yeah. Like literally that was kind of it. And I would find ways to to make money um, wherever I can. Mm. Um, like I remember I did, like one of my cousins set me up for like this research, like group thing. <laughs> and like you'd go in and you'd like answer the survey. So, like, the survey. Yeah, yeah the survey stuff. Money. Yeah. <laughs> that was so sick. I always tried doing that as well. Literally. Like, and those were cool. Like they'd give you like 40 bucks or something or like 60 yeah. bucks just for like two hours just to come in yeah. and like answer some questions or it was so like good. tasting like fizzy drinks and stuff. Yeah, like that was cool. a few of them. But I remember there was that one, like this fizzy drink one, we were like taste testing like this new LMP. Oh yeah. Like these new LMP flavors. And then um, like 
from that i think they gave us maybe it was like 30 bucks and like a packet of like 24 bottles of lmp oh sick. <laughs> so that was dope like You're i was like, like yo like <laughs> that's like yo i got like my little bit of cash for the day yeah. for my one hours <laughs> of like drinks. taste testing and then i got this like case of drinks so i was like yo sick. this is cool i'm not gonna drink these for myself yeah, yeah i'm gonna take them to school and sell them to the boys you know oh, and like cool. yeah. that was kind of the i guess what my young kind of teenage mind kind of was thinking yeah you know that's kind of the space i was at so So any kind of means to try and kind of make a flip or yeah that was just me yeah so that's and looking back at it like i was kind of like an entrepreneur before i really even knew what entrepreneurship like meant yeah 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 and looking back at it now it's like wow it's not just me trying to like yeah i'm an entrepreneur like no i was doing entrepreneurial things like back then kind of thing so that's really much where it came from and i think it it was just natural it was just it was just me wanting to make money to buy clothes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's kind of where my traits of entrepreneurship kind of came from. Yeah, it's funny. It's like so simple. But now that you've got like hindsight on your side, you yeah. can sort of look back and think, oh, yeah, that sort of makes sense as to like the position I'm in now. Definitely. Definitely. It all, it's all literally aligned so much. And that's why like nowadays I'm into a lot of the um, like law of attraction yeah. and, you know, manifestation. Cool. Simply because like looking back at my life that's literally how my life's played out like mm, i've mm. manifested like i started at a streetwear store and now i'm making streetwear clothes mm. you know and now you know i i enjoyed retail and then now my clothing is in a retail store kind of mm. thing you know so that's why i'm into um, manifestation as such as well like it's not just like a something that i was like trying to get into in terms of like bandwagon or like yeah, you know yeah, stuff like yeah. that it was really sure. just whoa like that's kind of how my life's played out Super like genuine. that shit is actually yeah. real you know like yeah, it's, it's not it's not just all airy fairy like fantasy Definitely stuff not. like that shit's real and it's yeah. still to this day just like panning out in like a manifestation kind of way like even to get this house that i'm in now like this is what i've literally been working towards like mm. and yeah it's not like a flat it's not just a house like this is a place where i can express my ideas and yeah. just continue to create content and stuff cool so yeah it's awesome that's so good mm. so like with um because i also am a big believer in like law of attraction and manifestation and i think that's um that is definitely real and um can help a lot of people out what do you do in terms of that like do you how do you think that you manifest things in your life are you just constantly thinking of like what's next or you're just always sort of imagining yourself in the in the next position or yeah i think I think law of attraction was definitely something that was another thing that was very natural to me because I would literally, yeah, as you said, you know, you kind of think of yourself in that position Mm. and then it kind of just plays out in that way. But I think it was, I think it was just more so the way my life was kind of meant to be kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like obviously, as I said, you know, starting as an entrepreneur, as a young kid and having those, those traits and those tendencies, like it literally, like I really just keep it true and keep it kind of like with my gut feeling yeah and I kind of just go with it in terms of life like you know you just live every day the way you think or the way it is and things kind of just kind of happen eh? like Mm. it's very very natural um not so much forced and you know when I try and educate like family and friends about you know that kind of stuff we'll talk to them and say like well like you know my life's kind of panning out in this way yeah um sometimes they can actually struggle to you know understand because for sure i don't know you know like when you have 
when you have your passion and stuff and when when you do uh you when you're self-aware of like what you want and stuff that's when it really kind of starts plays out like mm. when yeah that's when it starts plays out and like when you're genuine about what you really love and you know you do what you actually like to do you start to see it mm. um but yeah it's very natural to me i don't really force kind of anything even with this brand and like where i'm at like in terms of life like i never planned any of it yeah. i didn't have like a set okay i'm going to start a brand um and eventually it's going to be you know i'm going to be able to offer design and stuff it was really very much just like living every day as it came mm. and just just staying true to it and it literally kind of just played out on its own um that's so cool yeah do uh, like a lot of your friends and around you are they also big believers in that? Are you quite like-minded with all your friends? Yeah, so I do have a really good um, like close friend group. Mm. Um, we're very, very um, good in terms of mindset yeah. and you know personal development. Um, and it's crazy when they say your circle gets smaller because it really does. Mm. And like I'm, I'm pretty lucky to have a good group of friends around me. Um, and I kind of owe my success or my career so far to them because they've kept me on track and like like all the boys from school like they were really the smart dudes man and like it was just like i had to somewhat you know keep up with them and and so yeah it's a really really good friend group um but like we're also a group of boys you know like we're very oh they're very smart and we're very driven but we keep it balanced you know we know how to have have a good time yeah so we have fun um it's important yeah and you know we're very very friendly we're very sociable um so it's finding that balance um mm. so i think friend groups is, is very important and and the boys have definitely helped me and drive mm. me yeah like to, definitely like my friends are fucking smart man yeah <laughs> and like yeah i'm just that kid i'm like damn you know like the boys are doing this and that like what am i doing like that's so funny i need to make sure i'm doing my shit and yeah. keeping on to my shit and i just happen to be in the design and creative space so yeah. i'm doing my thing you know the boys are doing their own thing and we're all just kind of growing together cool yeah it's, it's, it's funny cool. they probably look at you and think like oh my god this guy is like doing so good i need to keep up and it's just all of you are so motivated yeah like, i definitely agree with you when you say friend groups are important i think they're crucial in terms of um you know how you sort of live your life and mm. what's that quote it says like you're an average of the five people you hang around with the most yeah. i think that's 100 percent true so definitely. it's good that that you can say that they're a contributor to you you mm. know being motivated and that sort of thing mm yeah cool okay i'm gonna switch lanes a bit now Mm -hmm. and so with premium um with the whole business like where are you right now is it where you want to be what are your like goals for the future where would you want to be with that yeah so uh, i guess premium as a clothing company i i mean five years later i ideally we should have been in a better position i think personally and i Mm. people could probably say that as well you know like after five years you should probably be well into it but i think i am but like i'm very very content and i'm very happy with where it is yeah um it's good honestly like the brands who i started with majority of them they will kind of stop now they're not mm. carried on so i'm the one brand that's lucky enough to still be around yeah i'm very grateful for um i guess it says something as well like if yeah. i can survive this long like you know there's definitely something there definitely um, do you think that's like passion or I think it's passion. I mean, I actually think about it as well. Like, how is my brand, you know, being able to succeed um, so far ahead amongst some of the others? Mm. It's like, yeah, what is it about mine? Um, I don't know if it's my work ethic. I don't know if it's the brand style. Like, Mm. I kind of, yeah, I'm not too sure as to why. But, yeah, as I said, I'm I'm, I'm grateful that 
I've come this far. Um, but it is in a good spot. Like I've done the, you know, the groundwork for it. Yeah. Um, I've essentially, you know, I've created the strong base. Um, I've, I got a good, you know, power base in terms of like family and friends who are able to support me as well. And I, I will allot to them because mm-hmm. they do support me. They do buy my shirts yeah. and they do, you know, they love cool. the brand and stuff. Um, but I mean, I do get a lot of, like a lot of people buy my stuff that I don't know. Like it's yeah. not just all kind of friends and stuff. Like I would say it's like, like 50, 50. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, um, I do like, I literally, if, if you say where I want to be in 10 years with the brand, like I just want to be doing what I'm doing now, but, at our higher scale yeah. um, in terms of, um, you know, obviously sales, um, but I would love to have, you know, other designers with me because um, mm-hmm. it's so hard to be able to just do everything on my own. Yeah. Um, especially now I've, I'm doing graphic design as a service as well. Like mm. I'm trying to like, you know, make a living as such, but then I've also got to design ranges for, yeah. for the year and stuff. So, you know, it's, it can be quite a lot and it, I do actually struggle to find, other people to work with yeah because because premium is it's so personal to me that mm. you know other people will probably be like oh that's his brand you know like yeah it's, it's kind of hard to find somebody to kind of um partner up with yeah um i think you'd be quite picky in who you'd want yeah around, as well but I'm, I'm very happy honestly i'm very happy where it is now like i'm very content with it um in the last couple months obviously i've kind of pulled back on it a little bit not necessarily pulled back but like it slowed down a lot um mm. and that's my fault personally just because i've just been there's been so much going on in life yeah you know, um we at, at that age now we're really kind of kind of setting ourselves up for the future um you know like yeah. 24 years old now you know can't muck around <laughs> anymore yeah. you know so you know life goes on outside of of, of business and <laughs> it's it's finding that balance and you know having time to spend with family you know friends um mm. just you know events like just everything having a good time and not being too caught up in and 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 just work you know yeah especially Um, when you run your own thing because you're kind of in control of that balance yeah and not having anybody to support me and help me in terms of design and stuff you know i can only do so much yeah yeah yeah, so in terms of of where the brand is now um yeah like it's definitely because of like me like i can only push it further myself um but yeah i think i think um I really enjoy the e-commerce space. Mm. So, you know, as a brand, you're like, okay, what do you want to do? Do you want to own a store or something? Um, yeah. I don't really see myself in that space. I think retail is, the over, overheads are too high. Yeah. You know, like paying X amount of money per year on, on space is like crazy to yeah. me. Like I would rather dominate the e-commerce space and just have everything, you know, online. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I feel like if, where I want to take it, I do want to keep it online and I would rather follow a model of like pop-up stores and stuff. Mm. I kind of enjoy that. And I did actually do a pop-up store and it like with the uh, with a few other streetwear brands. Oh, cool. And that was 2018. Yeah. And that was really cool, man. Like we, we actually killed today. Like yeah. there was like five other brands. Um, <laughs> nice. Pop-up, pop-ups are real cool. So I would very much as such do a lot more of those and keep it um keep it online yeah i don't really see myself doing retail yeah um and yeah i just want to keep premium um i love what it is at the moment i just want to have more sales and be able to reach more people yeah um and that's kind of where i see it um heading in the future 
Yeah, cool. Mm. What's like the most exciting part about that? Is it just the growth or seeing something you started so small become like a lot bigger? Yeah, I think the most exciting thing is opportunity. You know, like there's Mm. so much opportunity, like what can we make of it? Like that's the most exciting part. And like, you know, like the world is your oyster kind of thing. Like I just have something where I'm able to, you know, push it forward and like actually create something. That's like the most exciting yeah. especially now that I've come so far and as I said some brands have like dropped off um, just knowing that there's something there for me to work on and continue to work on is like definitely the most exciting um, but I met some I met some cool people like and literally premium as a brand it's pretty much paved my way in terms of my career now mm. like it's given me leverage um, and credibility because you know people they see me working on my brand for all these years and they're like, okay, you know, he's actually putting in work. Um, mm. He's actually making an effort. Um, I want to kind of, like if I need a design, I'm going to go to him kind of thing. So that's what's exciting to me because it's it's literally helped me, even with the graphic design part of it, like I'm part of my, I guess, premium studios. I'm doing a lot of design for Field and Light Clubs mm. at the moment. And like premium is kind of like legit, pretty much the reason why I was able to get those kind of like clients you know because I had all that as like a project or like something that's that's mine and then people look at that they're like okay you know it's like quite credible yeah exactly it's Um, like your own little personal portfolio yeah literally yeah so people see that and then that's kind of yeah like the portfolio that they need to see like in terms of okay he's actually doing something I want to work with him Mm. kind of thing so that excites me a lot because that's really really picking up now Mm. Um, like it's really picking up to the point where I've now been able to leave my job yeah kind of thing Um, so that's really what's exciting me the most like going into this new year um, like there's just so much opportunity now like I'm yeah I've been full-time on the brand and on the studio part for like a month now and it's just I can just see the opportunities that are coming up yeah like I'm getting more clients and it's all kind of just been through referrals and stuff yeah that's awesome Um, so it's very exciting and yeah I'm looking forward to seeing what we can do this year yeah cool yeah that's so exciting mm. even just hearing you talk about it i feel like i can like <laughs> sense the passion yeah no it's, it's it's definitely there man like yeah yeah that's it's, awesome. cool yeah cool do you prefer like one thing over the other design or working with premium or are you just like you spend 50 50 on both yeah i mean i have to kind of spend 50 50 now but like honestly i'm a graphic designer but i actually low-key like i kind of hate designer yeah like, i'm not gonna lie like i'm not <laughs> no, be honest. i'm you. not the very best designer like yeah. in terms of creating like like graphics and stuff like i'm not yeah. very i'm not, actually not very good like there's Don't a sell yourself short. <laughs> like I'm, I, I'm good you know like i can design but yeah. i think my passion and my skill definitely is like more styling okay cool like yeah. i really like i think i'm really good at putting together a dope outfit yeah, and nice. that's like something that I really enjoy more as opposed to actual design yeah um so if there's one thing i definitely enjoy doing more it's definitely um premium as like a brand yeah um cool. so i would like i would love to be able to do that full time and like just that but obviously you know we got to make money and we yeah, gotta yeah. i'm not just gonna spend like the money i make on my t-shirts on like my rent you know like yeah. i want to build the business and have the business to build in itself and kind of keep recycling that money yeah, and then make yeah work for itself and then kind of make money um, outside of that brand to be able to support my living kind yeah. of thing cool yeah but I definitely love I, I love creating dope outfits and styling mm-hmm. and yeah just premium is like yeah it's, it's me that's yeah. just kind of 
where it's at. But, That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, so do you have any advice for people who are wanting to work for themselves or like they might have some sort of hustle they've got going on right now, but eventually they'd want to work for themselves and you're such a good example of that because you really have started something so small and then made it into your living, which is really cool. Do you have any advice for people that are wanting to do that or are currently stuck in that sort of situation mm. at the moment? Yeah, I think advice for being able to work for yourself. I guess I can only speak to designers, so if there's any designers listening at the moment. <laughs> um, I think you definitely you have to be practicing your craft. Um, you have to be putting in the hours in terms of design, you know, building your skills, um, you know, chipping away at it. And I guess for me, like premium was a project that I had to, or that I was able to work on to be able to gain credibility, you know, with yeah. my skills. Um, so I think if, if you want to work for yourself, you need to somewhat be building a portfolio or having somewhat a project that you can show people kind of what you do, you know, mm. um, because I remember when I, I never really thought that I would end up working for myself, honestly. Yeah. I didn't really know it would end up this way, but I guess premium was the thing that allowed me to do so because, yeah, as I said, I gained credibility from it. Um, and over time, you know, it kind of just plays out. And when you work on something um, in the long run, you know, it kind of pays off. Mm. Um, but... For a designer, you definitely have to be um, starting with your power base. So power base, I say, is that is my friends, you know, my family. Yeah. Um, that's who I started designing for mm. in terms of, you know, like I would try and all my, like my aunties would be like, hey, like I need this logo for this <laughs> and that. And that's pretty much how it starts. And then, you know, as time goes by, more doors just kind of open yeah. if you stay with it, you know. Um but I think advice for working for yourself, um, definitely have some sort of project to work on, yeah. um, which will help build your skills and also build that credibility. Yeah. 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 I think that's relevant for everyone, you know, like mm. build your craft and keep that good power base. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm. So it, were there times like when you were sort of starting premium where you faced like hardships or things that you thought this is it, I can't like do this anymore, it's too hard. Were there any times where it was hard for you? And like, um, what did you do to get through that? Yeah, I mean, during the beginning stages, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't actually too hard. Like, obviously I was lucky enough to be working at a shop where I could print like on the spot. Mm. And I was literally printing it myself as well. Um, so I had that, like that kind of production side was easy. Yeah. And I really enjoy social media and being in that kind of creative space. So creating content was very easy for me as well. Mm. Um, I never really faced too many hardships, eh? Um, That's good. Going down the track, the biggest kind of hardship I did face was I pretty much, I kind of kept growing and growing to a point where I didn't really understand logistics too much. So I pretty much got to a point where I was, um, you know, importing into the country like hundreds of kgs worth of clothing yeah and it was like i don't know if this is gonna get through customs kind yeah. of thing. and i was like i've never really been in this situation before and yeah. like yeah i had this big order um like it was my my autumn autumn winter collection for 2018 and that was like my biggest drop i've ever done like i kind of did the groundwork and i built the capital 
and then I kind of did this big drop, like my biggest ever drop. It was like hundreds of pieces, and it got stuck in customs. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. oh shit! Like, I've obviously already spent all this money on on the product, yeah. and then now there's going to be this other extra bit of money that I've got to spend to like get it into the country. Yeah. That was like my biggest hardship, man. That was like, holy shit! Like, what do I do? And I had to, like I was ringing up a few people, and they were like, oh, you have to get like, um, what do they call them? You have to get a a broker, a customs broker. And I was like, oh. what even is that? Like, what's a customs broker? Yeah. So, like, you couldn't just be like, okay, I've got this shipment coming in. Like, they don't just let it in. Like, you have to organize a company to go to customs or the airport or whatever it is. And, really? like, do all the paperwork and, like, do all this weird stuff. And I was oh, like, right. um, what is this? Yeah. That was, like, my biggest hardship. So, like, logistics. Um, because I guess I reached the point where I was able to order so much stock and i didn't know how to get it into the country and it ended up costing me like 800 bucks like for oh, for yeah. fees and like customs fees and like import tax and like all this weird shit and i was just like whoa that's ridiculous <laughs> it was crazy but that was like my biggest my biggest hardship so far yeah um and then i pretty much had to learn from that going forward like have to take that into consideration you know yeah. once you get to a certain point you know it's not going to be as free-flowing as you think there's yeah. going to be these like little random hiccups along the way um, and as you grow bigger, you get bigger problems, I guess. Yeah. Um, so that was one of the biggest problems I've faced. Yeah. Um, other than that, as I said, I'm struggling to find um, a team, yeah. to be honest. I think Premium would be a lot bigger and would be able to grow a lot better if there was more people um, kind of supporting Premium yeah. as well. But as I said, it, it's, it's grown so much. It's very personal to me now that it's hard for me to reach out because... You know, everyone wants to do their own thing. They don't want to mm. kind of be like, okay, I'm going to help, like, Tomasi do his brand. Like, I want to do my own brand, you know? There's kind of like that yeah. kind of wall. Um, I see, yeah. So that's also another hardship that I face, um, being able to grow in that sense. Yeah. Um, do you have any, like, mental blocks? Like, do you, what do you do to keep motivated in, like, those times? Do you just sort yeah. of think it's all going to be all good? Yeah, I mean, I got through it. You know, I found ways. I found a customs broker. I yeah. got my, I got my shipment into the country. You know, like there's always a way around it. Um, I think I'm lucky enough to have such a good and strong mindset. Yeah. Um, cool. You know, personally, and and a good group of friends that have helped me keep on track mm. um, mentally. Nice. Um, yeah, I think mindset is very important. Like I'm very passionate about self development and you know mm. personal growth sure. and that kind of stuff. And that's kind of what I'm kind of letting my mind kind of dwell on at the moment i keep my headspace in that kind of realm mm. um and that's just helping me keep focused and yeah i've like got so much i guess like there's just so much there to work on that i just can't let it go yeah. you know like i that's what keeps you motivated there's something there that i need to progress and there's just so much opportunity yeah i think that's like my biggest driver awesome yeah that's so good so in terms of for the listeners of the podcast, because we are coming near the end, guys. I know this has been awesome. How long has it been going for? Have we been... Um, we've actually been going for 45 minutes. 45 minutes, damn. Which is crazy because I feel like we've been talking for 10 minutes. <laughs> I, I hope I've given some good value to people out there, man. I'm sure you have. <laughs> um, let us know. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, this has been really awesome. So in terms of like the final sort of takeaways that you want to give to people, are there like any anything, any final tips that you could give people or things that you just got to keep you got to keep remembering if you're wanting to 
create that little side hustle or work for yourself or mm. uh yeah takeaway listeners oh, sorry takeaway main takeaways for the listeners um staying true to yourself i think is very very important and you know focusing on learning and and learning new things i think um at our age is 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 very very important and very necessary um you know it's very easy to get lost um in life kind of thing you know and Mm -hmm. and to be kind of content and not willing to you know explore what you're capable of yeah i think everybody at this age should really be you know putting in work Mm. um and not being you know lazy or or content with where you're at always kind of explore and kind of really find out who you are Mm. i think i think i've done a good job of that yeah and it's really really helped me to progress and see you know the future on like where we can all end up where i can end up as such Mm. um so yeah really put yourself first and and be mindful of of your future Mm. um because you can really you can really kind of create the life that you want to create and i think i have done that for myself yeah um and if I can do it, you know, there are many other avenues, um, depending on what you enjoy and what you, what you like, and you can actually create, you know, your future. Mm. Um, and I think everybody should be mindful of that and everybody should be working on their self. Yeah. Um, personal development, you know, um, constantly learning new things, um, you know, exploring new ideas, um, putting yourself in different situations, different, you know, environments, mm. I think. Um, I think that's going to help you in the long run and I think everybody should kind of look into that okay well thank you for being here that was honestly really really cool and your mindset is super inspiring and it's awesome to hear someone who's um, young have that sort of way of thinking and it's really cool to see and um, you're motivating me so that's really (laughs) cool Um, I definitely agree with you I think staying curious and always learning is is really important um that's obviously the whole purpose of this podcast is yeah. that i just want to keep learning about random things so um this has been really cool to hear your story and where you've come from and that point of view and um, i appreciate your time a lot so thank you so much for being here and i'm sure that everyone listening has gained a lot of value from the things you've had to say so thank you thank you thank you sarah it's <laughs> been awesome it's all good all right see you later guys Alright guys, thank you so much for listening. I really hope you were able to take something valuable away. Um, Be sure to subscribe and keep up with the socials for further episodes at The One Up Project and I'll catch you on the next one.